episode is being brought to you by Adele Surf Spot, where you can treat yourself to fabulous milkshakes, good burgers, and Adele's famous fries. In her own words, you'll love them. Time to start the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Grid, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. I will. <laughs> Obviously. And today, I, right, today I can't say my name. So. <laughs> Brandon is having a hard time introducing all of us. Welcome back to our show, everyone. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh, that was great. That was, that was really good. Um, okay. Woo. Um, <laughs> so today, today is, you know, I was sitting down thinking, I was sitting down thinking and Lena asked me earlier today, she was like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, you know what? That's a really good question because nothing really happened, right? Nothing. So I'm like, right. Like nothing really happened. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's talk about these dinos because this is the fourth time we're getting dinosaurs. And I'm like, we could easily just talk about the previous ones, you know, kind of, you know, which ones we think were better than others, you know? I'm not saying that any of them were bad because, you know, all dinos are all dinos matter. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because all dinos matter, um, we are going to talk about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Dino Thunder, and Dino Charge. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Now, first of all, a lot of these seasons have things that work, things that don't work, and things that are kind of like, I can see where you're going with this. Now, what would be your, like, if you were to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch this show today, which one would you go towards first? Yes, um, Dino, Thunder. It's only three. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. I, um, I, I like all three of them. Um, um, really? Damn. Yes. Yes, really. Um, I probably would go, oh, gosh, I hate this because of how just overblown it is, but probably Mighty Morphin, because it's, it's, the, it's the most familiar to me, and I, it has a special place in my heart, obviously, because it's, it's the beginning. I mean, Will, it's okay. It is completely okay to be unoriginal. It's totally fine. But no, <laughs> like I'm, I'm with Lena. I, I, it would be Dino Thunder for me. Um, yeah. I just, it, it just told the best story all the way around. It was just like story, characters, the jokes, like just everything about it was ah, fire. Mm -hmm. Um. Now, as far as the suits are concerned, let, let's get into these suits, baby. Let's get into these suits. Now, Mighty Morphin for me, Mighty Morphin for me when it comes to the suits, I am like, 
I'm in love with the suits. The suits just look so, they don't have much going on. They're extremely simple, like extremely simple. But there's, like they work because they're so simple. Like you just have the diamonds on the chest, the diamonds on the cuffs, the diamonds on the boots, and a cute little, you know, motif helmet thing. And you're good. Like, I mean, it's literally that simple. And it just, I don't know if it's because of the, um, because it's the original, and I guess it's the most well-known and the most um, most used, obviously. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's just something about that look that just screams like iconic to me. It just, it just gives off that flair. What do you guys think? Like, what do you, like, what do you think about the Mighty Morphin suits? Like, does it, does it give you what you need? Does it give you that fire? Or like, you just kind of like, mm, it's, uh, it's here. It's, it's, for me, it's, um, it reminds me of something. I can't think of what it is right now. But yeah, it didn't really, it didn't really give me that like, ooh, like I like mm. that. But it's now, definitely I do the have most, a- like recognized suit ever. Right. Now I will ask you this. Did you like more of the movie suit, like from the 1995 movie, or was it just, or just overall, it's just like, eh, it's a chop. <laughs> I definitely did like the movie suit way more. Um, I think because it had that that cool, like futuristic look to it. Mm-hmm. Prefer the ninja suit because I felt that was very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would be my. That would be my ranking if I had to rank it. It would be movie, ninja, and then the original suits. Got you. Got you. Okay. I I'm, I feel you. Will? <laughs> I know you probably gonna be like, yeah, I think they the, they the junk. They the junk. Go ahead. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're... Um, <laughs> I feel that they are iconic. Like, the... Um, the whole layout with the diamonds, the white diamonds in the middle of the chest, and then the diamonds on the cuffs of the boots and the gloves. Like, it's just, oh, God, so beautiful. <laughs> and then the, the helmet, <laughs> the helmets. Um, I love all five of the helmets, or I guess including, um, including green, um, that was really cool too, his helmet. And then his suit was different with, um, instead of the full diamonds, he had the half diamonds on the boots and the uh, the gloves and his shield. Oh, I, I love those suits, <laughs> beautiful. You all can't tell, but I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> shaking my head and cringing. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know how he thought that was beautiful, but okay. And um, and um, it was even though technically they were with the the Thunder's words by this point, but um, it was cool the way that the White Ranger suit fit with the um, even though the theme was different with the way that they looked, that suit still fit with the original five. I thought. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There there was no way. Like, I don't ever foresee that ever happening ever again. Like, it was just perfectly timed the way they did that. 
because they had both animal motifs right behind each other. And it just so happened that one team was dinosaurs and then the next team was mythical beast. Like it just, it just fit perfectly like right there. It's like, ah, yes, just take white from this team, put it with the Mighty Morphin team, boom, synergy. You know, so I, yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. Now, Lena, I'm sorry, but I, I kind of have to disagree with you a little bit. Green was fabulous. Now, I love me some green. Like, even though I'm not the biggest Tommy fan, as a matter of fact, I'm not a fan, but <laughs> the Green Ranger, <laughs> I have to be honest, like, that was my moment. I, as I've said before on the show, like, Green Ranger for me was like, Yes, God. Like, I loved the Green Ranger. Um, and I don't know, like, his suit for me, I liked the half diamond because they kind of remind me of teeth. So I mm. really liked the half diamonds on the cuffs. I always thought that his helmet was gorgeous. Like, it was just something about the Green Ranger's helmet that it looked just like the other team members, but it still kind of gave you a flair of like, he is not one of them. Like he is not an original, like original fifth, like original member of the original five. Like he's not one of them. And I'm just like, he just looks, he just looks amazing. I, I, I like it. Um, now, which one do I like more? Do I like Super Stripe or No Stripe? Oh, I like Super Stripe, but... <laughs> I like Silver Strike. I do. But, you know, I, I really do like the Green Ranger. I, I, I really like his suit. I, I think his suit is really cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see where you're going to as well, Will. The, the Ranger suits, especially the helmets, they, to me, they were the most simple, but they did their purpose. Mm. Like, they showed you what animal it was, who was who, it wasn't like ambiguous in a sense. And it, it didn't all look the same, which is where we're gonna go with Dino Thunder. <laughs> Dino Thunder had nothing, like they didn't have, the helmets did not have no, they didn't seem different to me. Like they just kind of, like they had the different visor obviously, but it, all the helmets just kind of felt the same with the exception of um, of Ethan's. Like, they just kind of all felt the same. Like, what do you guys think? What do you th think about the suits and the helmets for Dino Thunder? They definitely all seem the same, but I think that's what I liked about it was the fact that mm -hmm. they were identical to each other, just with different, um, different colors. And I did notice that their helmets were slightly different. I think what I liked about it too is that um, it had those like nice super stripes to them. I like, I don't know, I just like that. I was like, I don't know what it was about Dino Thunder. I, I remember the first time I ever seen it. I loved everything about it. I love the suits. I love the way it looked. I love what the suits can do. And, mm -hmm. you know, like it offered way more than Mighty Morphin couldn't have offered. Like, you know how they were uh, able to go into, like, what was it called again? Like, the super mode? Super dynamo, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't ever recall uh, Mighty Morphin was able to do that. So that mm -hmm. was really, really cool on their end. And, of course, like, the fact that they each of the actual um, um, suits 
allow them or the gems allow them to have additional powers to what they already were. Where with Mighty Morphin, I just felt like none of them have extra powers. It was just like yeah, the metallic armor later on, but that was well, the that was really points, cool. But <laughs> they were wearing glitter. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> well, what do you think, Will? What do you think about the Dino Thunder suits? I can, oh man, I remember the first time that I saw them. I was a bit removed from the show at this point, but I saw that they were going back to dinosaurs and blue and red were once again the tyrannosaurus and the uh the triceratops respectively and i thought that that was kind of cool that they were i'm assuming playing homage to uh g ranger and mmpr uh because of like those two things are kind of too much of a coincidence not to be playing homage to it the helmets um I guess, Brandon, were you saying that they were, you thought that they were really similar because of how round they are? No, like, they didn't have no, they didn't have many differences to let you know, like, this one is, like, akin to this animal, or, mm-hmm. like, they, they weren't really, like, noticeable. It was just kind of like, you had the eyes, you had certain grooves there. Mm-hmm. For, the, for the Triceratops, you had the horns, mm-hmm. and that was it. Like, it was just like, oh, you just had to have known the show in order to understand what dinosaur they were. Unlike yeah. with Mighty Morphin, like, you already knew just by looking at the helmet, oh, okay, that one is Tyrannosaurus. That one is, you know, a pterodactyl. That one is a safety tiger. Whereas with Dino Thunder, you really had to look at the helmet and be like, okay, now, if I didn't know this show and I didn't know these characters, what dinosaur is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you yeah. really didn't really know yeah the um the actual suits themselves i thought that um they were kind of a remix of also a remix of the the mmpr suits instead of having the um the diamonds like in the middle um, in the middle of the suits, they were kind of going from the shoulders to down the arms and then down the sides of the legs. So that looked pretty cool. Uh, then Tommy, uh, the Black Ranger, that was really cool looking too because he was um, basically, basically the same. The difference being um, having the gold shoulder pads instead of the white grooves on the sides of the suit, you know, gold, black and gold really works lovely together as we've seen in the history of power rangers because we love a good shoulder pad (laughs) we love a good shoulder pad um, (laughs) his helmet i didn't love his helmet though um neither i didn't either it it took a while for me to grow on me yeah but it's it's supposed to be the what the the brontosaurus no brachiosaurus yeah okay all right yeah that the little whatever the thing is on the head kind of threw me off and then i think um on the sides of the helmet there there was um there were little groups coming out on the the sides of the helmet i think Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. not the biggest fan of that helmet but 
I like the suit. And then Trent's was just so cool. The White Ranger. The You could tell that it was an evil ranger because of the red visor. Right. You have the, the pure the pure white and then it has the red visor and then the the black outline and then the black um in the middle it's I don't know what those things are called on a dinosaur. It almost looks like a fin, but on the head. <laughs> um and then his actual suit was really cool. Um of course the majority white and then he has the grooves, but they're kind of in a different pattern and they're in black going um down the sleeves and down the sides of the legs and then he has kind of a shield more of a shield um yeah i guess more of a shield that's uh white black and gold that looked really cool i i thought that all the suits together looked looked really good yeah they do kind of have cat they they do gel well together they um so i think that's what makes dino thunder suits like, I think that's what makes them actually work, is the fact that they all have a basic look to them. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're all, they, they work as a unit to form, to, to all correlate in their basicness, if that makes any sense. That comes off really bad. But <laughs> I'm not saying basic in a bad way, but they, but they do kind of give that feel of this is very simple, but it works. Or unity that gives them more of right. a vibe, you know, like right. I don't know. I I I was always loving that. I think the other thing I really liked about it too is like, although they were they were um unmorphed, they were very like not with each other. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if this happened or am I going crazy, but I noticed that when they were morphed, they were always helping each other out in like a unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's kind of like absolutely. Nice. You know how, like, some teams, even though when they were morphed, they are still fighting? Mm-hmm. So maybe, like, I don't know, in an odd way, like, their uniform being as simple as it was and the fact that they're all very unified defines their team as being, like, they are able to put aside their differences and solve the problem at hand. Yeah. I, well, actually, I never actually thought of it like that. But did you make you bring up a really good point. And I think that that is what made... Dino Thunder such a good season mm-hmm. is the fact that they didn't start out as friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they didn't start out oh. like exactly like they didn't start out liking each other whatsoever. But it when it was clear. time, right? They made it very clear. You know, it's like I don't like you at all. But mm-hmm. on the same token, I am going to make sure that when we're fighting Mezagog, we're going to work together. Mm. So I, I, I really enjoyed that that dynamic of the show. Mm-hmm. And it, slowly but surely, they ended up becoming to a point where they could be friends and still be together outside of just being rangers. Yeah. So that felt more organic than yeah. just, we're just regular, regular, regular little friends. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Now, yeah. I will say this. When mm. it comes to the suits for me, um... I personally did not care for the Super Dino mode on some of them. I like the idea, but the Super Dino mode on some of them just looked jank. I I, I did not like Tommy's 
Super Dino mode. It just looked like Me the gold too. spikes looked weird. I did not like it on Tommy. I don't know. Maybe it's just I just didn't like Tommy, period. But whenever he was not there, I was pretty happy about it. <laughs> like, everybody else's was fine to me. Like, I was like, oh, okay, these are decent. Like, they're, they're okay. But Tommy's with the gold spikes, I was like, this looks really weird to me. I don't like it. And what is up with this jug handle thing on his helmet? I never understood <laughs> But it literally looked like a jug handle where you can just like grab it and just like, I'm you know, dead. water your plants with it. What's like, so what the, is this? Speaking of super dino mode, to me, eh, I didn't really like it. It looks weird. Looking at it again, it's reminding me of how I felt when I first watched it. And I was just looking at it like, okay, this is a thing, okay. But it just looked weird having the having the ridges of the um on the sides of the arm, the arms and the legs, or just the arm, the arms and the, the legs, arms and the legs. pop out, just pop mm-hmm. out. It looked kind of weird. Yeah, like like I said, for certain ones, I was like, I can, I'm okay with it. Like for certain ones, because I liked um, I liked the core three, and I really liked Trent with the black and like how he got kind of like this these like blades coming out his out his hands kind of like wolverine like i really like that i was like oh that's dope but tommy's for some reason i was like (laughs) (laughs) can you guys see the trend right here tommy train not a bore (laughs) not a bore it's like, what is this? I don't like it. No, Mm-mm. no, no. But no, I just felt like overall, like I know everyone was really excited when he was back, and I think I was for a little bit that I was excited he was back. But I think as the show went on, I personally just felt like everything he was doing was just cringy. Like him becoming Ranger again, cringy. You know, like him morphing, very cringy. Him being all like, oh, I look great in all colors, extremely cringy. <laughs> and, like I'm sure I'm, I'm not sure if you guys remember that scene where he's like I guess I look good in black I can't remember what the actual quote was but like I just remember thinking like really now really like why could say you- did he say he has to buy black yeah, yeah, I think he was like, um, he has to now add black into his wardrobe or something like that yeah, something like something so stupid I'm just like, so cringy why can't you stay as a mentor why must he have to become a freaking ranger again? Like, they weren't wrong when they're like, aren't you a little old for this? Dude, aren't you? Yeah, you're being ages. You're being ages now. You know what? Rangers should be any age. We had a, an old ranger. Rangers, rangers can be any Albert. age. Albert. I mean, he can be any age. Let me be clear. It's not about ageism. It's just about Tommy being old. <laughs> Yeah, you have... Uh, can definitely be a ranger. By all means, Albert. Do you, boo. But Tommy, you need to stop becoming fucking rangers. Over and over. <laughs> over. Well, it's stopped at this point, so... For now. No. And it, uh, no. And it's <laughs> dragon. Like, what? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> How did you forget? 
You see, he's a whole Lord Dragon. This it's ain't stop. You know, now he's got so many bloody morphers. He can do whatever he wants. And he, he has like mad things. forms too, as Lord Dragon. Like he has like almost like three different, four different forms, wasn't it? Four? Yeah, I don't know. But he can morph, and he's got all these extra morphers that he's been stealing from all these rangers. He can actually create rangers now. Like what the actual? Y'all giving him way too much power. Way too much power. I personally, like I said, when it comes to Dino Thunder, was not a fan of his Super Dino mode, but I did like his suit overall. Like, I did like it, but as soon as he went Super Dino mode, I was like, oh, this thing is ugly. Um, Because I I just couldn't stand those spikes. And like I said, the the milk jug helmet, just, I mean, from looking at it from the front, I'm like, yes, good job. But as soon as you look at that thing from the side, like, what is this? Uh, <laughs> now we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna segue into Dino Thunder. Not Dino Thunder, Jesus, Dino Charge. Yeah, I have that I have that problem too. <laughs> I do it all the time. All the all the time. <laughs> now, Dino Charge, that was the suit that I was like, oh, this is too much. This is too much. Like yeah, it was literally on. sensory overload for me. I mean, from the uh, the arms being like scaly, and then the helmets just looking like big mouths, and it, it, it was just too much. It was too much. I was like, I no, no. And the, and the first of all, I am not a fan of sashes. I hate sashes. They remind me of pageant queens. I am not, I, me and pageant, Power Rangers and pageant queens have no place together. I'm like, no, these sashes have got to go. I am not a fan. Just overall, I just did not like the Dino Charge suits. They just looked weird to me. I, and I, I still haven't gotten used to them, to be honest. I, they are like some of the worst suits in Power Rangers creation, in my opinion. Like, what do you guys think? They were, uh, they're definitely busy. I still remember the, <laughs> I still remember um, the first time that I saw them was, I probably did see them before uh, Morphicon when the cast was unveiled. But um, I, I, of course, vividly remember seeing all of them in the suits. And it, I, I, I didn't, hate it then um they look so pretty (laughs) but um as far as like on the show it it was really um i don't know if festive is the right word because i'm thinking of like um in some of the sentai footage where there was a lot going on um like in a battle and then they would be doing either their weapons their weapons finisher or they would be doing some sort of a special move and the whole background would change or um, they yes. would have some mm-hmm. sort of a, a pyro behind it. It looked, it really, I guess festive may be the word because it looked like it was like we were watching a, a party or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, true. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. It's, there's just a lot going on with them. And then um, I would get confused sometimes because um, one of their battle forms looks a bit, a bit different, and it would happen like randomly. And then I'd be like, "Wait, did something just change, or is that their regular suit?" And then like that would throw me off sometimes. And then 
when they got if i if i remember correctly when they got into the zords that's when they would have the the silver like uh i guess a shield and and um things on the legs and then they would lose a little mouthpiece and their helmet would just be black was that only in the in the zords yeah that was only a zord thing okay so that, that was like that upgrade was, mm-hmm. that was something that also threw me off because like why <laughs> right and why and why not why not um be able to use that um when when they were fighting did they did they ever no never okay. it was just solely for the Zoras, just like they did with, um, like in, in Samurai, mm-hmm. which those those looked so much better than the regular suits I thought. But eh. hello, that's a fact. Those but uh, so much better. But yeah, and then um, there's just so many Rangers this season. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't like Tyler's. Um, I forgot which form it's called, but. Um, it's some sort of a power up, power up with yellow in it. What are you talking about when he used the um the two different um like the two Is different chompers and kind of like com- combined them together? It's a chomper thing. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. It. I. I. I'll take the regular form over that one. Um. The other. Um. The extra rangers. I liked. I like Sir Ivan's suit um, compared to the other ones. I thought that the I thought that like the extraness of it worked for him, and it seemed like that. It, you know, that's what's weird with um, having the whole team have stuff that like pops out. I'm so used to it being exclusive to like a six ranger, so for the whole team to have that is kind of it's just like. Like an overload, um, right. but I I liked it on the um, I liked it on the Gold Ranger. It definitely worked for him. He had little wings on on his back that were attached to his uh, his shoulder his shoulder pad thingies. Well, I thought his looked cool compared to the other ones. And then um, I think most of the other ones were they looked like the core five. Um, I liked Kendall's suit for sure the purple <laughs> and it was cool that um we got to see albert as the purple ranger too so we got to see that suit as both a male and female version real quick dare i dare i say kendall's is actually my favorite look my favorite suit i think i think so yeah i think I so mean, go, go no i was gonna say like in the actual japanese version kyoruger Mm-hmm. In actuality, two of them were act. No, I want to say two of them, if I can remember correctly. Two of them were dead. Was it two? I believe it was two. Yes, I think it was two. Two of them were actually dead. Um, and that's why their chest, um, their chest stripes, whatever you want to call them, were a different color other than orange. They were like gold. It was because they were dead. So, like, they actually, they were called spirit rangers. <laughs> like, um, like Jungle Fury. So, they actually had, like, a different color stripe and all of that. 
um, just to show that they weren't alive anymore. Whereas um, everybody else had like the the orange stripes. Also, too, what I liked was that towards the end, which did not happen on the on Power Rangers, but in the Japanese version, they ended up gender bending a couple of the other Rangers. Um, like they gender bended um, the um, the Aqua Ranger because um, the Blue Ranger, his sister, I want to say, she became a Ranger. So she took over from the dead ranger. She took over for him. And then the, uh, the graphite ranger, his, uh, I wanna say his ancestor who came after him, um, took over for him. So he ended up becoming, uh, um, becoming the current graphite ranger. So they all ended up kind of like, well, Aqua ended up was ended up gender bended like purple, but I thought that that was really cool, and I was hoping that maybe we could have gotten something like that in Power Rangers too. Kind of gotten some more gender bending going on, but obviously that didn't happen, which is okay. Um, but overall, I I personally felt there was way too much going on, just like Will said, and because there was just so much going on, I just felt like I couldn't focus on which ranger suit i like better but then looking at the photo i realized they're all exactly the same in an odd way they just never really stood up for me too mm. i did like their ivan suit a lot i remember that one stood out the most for me and graphite rangers because i guess because of the colors i'm not sure but i remember those two stood out the most for me but the rest of them look identical to each other and right i think just overall like, it was just a lot going on so I, I wasn't able to focus on any one of them in particular because the moment we got introduced to one ranger, we got another ranger, then we got another ranger, then we got another ranger. And I'm like, I'm confuzzled. How many rangers are we getting this season? And of course, because <laughs> I didn't watch Japanese series like you did, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't realize we we're going to have that many rangers. Right. It's kind of like, you know how when you have too many options, you don't know what to do? That was like me with Donald yeah. Trump. I had way too many <laughs> options. And I'm like... I don't know anymore. Like, I'm just confuzzled. And I think the storyline was all over the place, too, because they're trying to make it all connect. But then some of it doesn't make sense. Some of it does make sense. I don't know. I just remember thinking it was just everywhere. I just couldn't focus on one thing at a time. Right. No, I feel you. Just confuzzled. But I do like the regular format, just like what um, Will was saying. When they went to the other modes, no idea. Also, could also, because I was really distracted by all the colors, I didn't even notice there was different modes. Frankly, I didn't even notice there was different modes until you brought this up. Mm. And I didn't realize mm. that when they were in the sword, they had slightly different changes. Also didn't realize that either. But could also be because I was super distracted by all the extra colors that was going on. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot. And like them, that's, that's one thing I didn't really care for because I understand, I understood they were trying to sell toys, obviously. Um, so they had like the different modes that they could do and, you know, that they only had when they were in the actual Megazords and that was it. But my whole thing is I'm like, with the same idea with, um, with Samurai and with Ninja Steel, why are you only having these Zord exclusive battle, battle armor? Like, 
they are piloting Zords. They don't need battle armor in the Zords. They need battle armor when they fight. Like, mm-hmm. what, what, why, are we, why, are we, why are we wearing extra armor to pilot a Zord? That makes no sense to me. I, I never understood that concept. And with Samurai, even though it was beautiful, I feel like it introduced a concept that I'm like, this should have never came. Granted, like I said, it's beautiful. It's stunning to look at. But at least with the ending of Samurai, at least we got the Red Ranger fighting in the Samurai suit that he used to pilot one of the, to pilot one of the more powerful Zords. At least he used that in the finale. The other seasons never used their power-ups outside of the Zords. Like they never did. So it was just like, what are the point, what are the reasons why you have this? Like it just makes no sense. Um, so so that's my that's my just on that. But overall, I just kind of like you said, you know, I mean I'm not gonna go back into it, but just overall, like we've been saying, the suits are just really busy. There's a lot going on, and I was just like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it at all. But to I guess take it a little bit further. Now, when it comes to the stories of these seasons, mm-hmm. now I know, Will, I know you're going to be like, well, Mighty Morphin is what I'm most familiar with, whatever, whatever. I know, I know. But I do want to ask you guys when it comes to the story with Mighty Morphin. And we know that Mighty Morphin was the first. We know that Mighty Morphin was the first. And also, too, mm-hmm. a lot of people give it leeway because <laughs> it yeah. was the first. And they're a little more, like, successful because it's like, well, it was first. And, you know, the people didn't really know what they were doing, which is not really an excuse. But um, they didn't know what they were doing. And they didn't know how they wanted to form the show. And it was the first time ever working with, um, with footage and all that stuff. So be a little more kind to it what do you guys think as far as the story of the show like what do you what what do you guys think for mighty morphin for mighty morphin i think that um there was (laughs) there was a lot going on and there it what was that no, and I was going to say, I agree with you. There's a lot going on, but I also felt like they didn't have a continuous storyline other than the Tommy oh. story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. You know you know what I mean? Like, I know it's like... Not yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, carried on to each... Like, it would, if, if they did carry on, it would carry on for, like, one more episode, that was it. But, like, no other storyline really carried on. Like, you know, Kimberly knowing sign language, that never carried on to any of the other episodes. One, I'm trying to think of another example. But yeah, like other than the Tommy storyline, nothing carried forward. So I just felt like it was all over the place. There was no set. The only thing that they were clear on was the fact that it was Power Rangers versus the evil guys and the Power Rangers had to win. So that was the mm-hmm. only thing that was like consistent. But throughout the whole show, they were very inconsistent as to like what they wanted these characters to be in the sense of like, you know, you got Kimberly knowing like sign language, you got Kimberly being the valley girl, they got Kimberly being the shopaholic, they got Kimberly being the flower girl, they got Kimberly being the gymnast again, and then it was just like all over the place. Like, I, I'm always in Kimberly because, like, I remember her 
obviously aside from everyone else, she had like the most um, storyline too, but like various storylines. Yeah, for definitely for sure. Like I, that was one of my main things for for Mighty Morphin. And I, like I said, like and, and of course I have these conversations all the time on the internet when people be like, you know, Mighty Morphin's the best. Yeah, and like, oh my god, it did the best storyline. It had the best characters. On, I'm like, what storyline? No, they didn't. Exactly, what storyline did they have? Because it was extreme. It was so episodic to the point where nothing jailed. Nothing. It was like really nothing happened. Like the most influential things that happened in the show were Green with Evil and Doomsday. Those are the most important episodes of Mighty Morphin. Everything else was just kind of like, mm, mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, they just they just kind of happened. Um, yeah. Even if you look at any of the other episodes that kind of happened in between, that kind of had two parters or something like that, they didn't really have a substantial reason for being there. It was just like they didn't really tell a story. So my whole thing is, it's just like. I'm I'm mainly the type that when I watch shows, and I've always been like this ever since I was a kid, and I think that's the reason why I became an actor. For me, I love story. I love storytelling. I love reading stories. I like I'm I'm so into stories. I, they, like they fuel me. I love them. So for me, even though I loved Power Rangers and I love Mighty Morphin, I I, I genuinely actually do like Mighty Morphin, but for me. I can't sit back and say Mighty Morphin was a great season as no. far as story. I can't Not say that. I agree with you. Right, I, right. Like, yeah, I, I, I can't say that. So <laughs> I, for, for me, um, now are we talking about, I, I guess we're talking about the entire series because they literally had the suits the entire three seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always yeah. rough for me to um, to rank Mighty Morphin because it, it has the unfair advantage of lasting for three seasons. And then mm. each season is so different. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel, like, I feel like with the third season is when they started writing and they started... There was a shift creatively, you could tell, just by watching an episode compared to watching in the first two seasons. Um, and, and even in the second season, I remember in the very beginning, it seems like, seemed like they were trying to start to go somewhere a little bit different compared to the first season. But then mm. all the stuff with the cast happened and then we got nonstop, <laughs> what, two-parters all the time that right. didn't really correlate into anything. But um, at season one, I just remember it being, um, like you said, a lot of standalone episodes. Um, it was very episodic. Uh, we got the Green with Evil arc, which was our first time really having multiple episodes connected. And then when Tommy lost his powers, that was another thing. Right. Uh, was that uh, the Green Candle. And that was kind of cool that that... Um, that stretched all the way to the second season with um, with Jason's arc of damn you can't even really call it an arc because they <laughs> they didn't stay with it um, exactly so you yeah, might as well just be like Jason standalone because yeah I mean, yeah 
because he like, didn't have later, nothing, no art. Yeah, yeah. Later on, he um he felt so terrible, um, you know, as a leader for letting his ranger lose his powers. He blamed himself. Um, which which I mean, cool, but... honestly, looking back at that episode and looking back at that fight, like I don't see how in the world. I mean, I, I understood why he blamed himself, but at the same time, it was like, bruh, like if you were morphed, maybe, like maybe you probably would have if you were morphed, but you were fighting Godar like without your power. You know what I'm saying? Like you were fighting him unmorphed. Yeah, he's so just, he's just being hard on himself because he's the leader. And I wish right. That and they, like I said, um, I understood the reason why. I understood the reason why he was why he was hard on himself. But still, it was like, dude, like you, like this is like Goldar before they dumped him down. Like before yeah. they made him a bumbling idiot. Like <laughs> that Goldar, yes. If he would have lost against that Goldar, yes, I would be like, bruh. You real lame for that, and you deserve to be upset with yourself. But Damn. he was fighting like I'm. I'm so serious because that Godar was just like weak Ugh. in comparison to the original Godar, which was like he was like an actual formidable opponent. So it was yeah. like there was no way he could have won without his powers. There was no way. So I mean, I'm just kind of like, eh, I mean, you can't really be too hard on yourself. But I mean, I understood where he was coming from for sure. Mm -hmm. um yeah and um yeah i guess as far as like of arcs in the first season it was like you said it was it was uh the green ranger stuff and then which got two different things and then the doomsday arc and then from there um we got the changing of the well not the, that was an episode title uh the the intro to Lord right. Zed, uh them getting the Thunder Zords, which was cool. Um and then Tommy dealing with not having his powers. Oh yeah, he can't they I forgot season one got another Tommy <laughs> another Tommy arc with him coming back uh and and at being at like what half power or is that yeah he had oh, he had oh. powers but they weren't yeah they weren't at full strength, but he was like, you might as well say he was fully powered. Yeah, and then um, dealing with uh, having issues with his powers that whole time, and then losing his powers finally. We had the White Ranger arc, and then for me, that's when um, that was like for me. I don't uh, season two is really rough for me because I felt like they really were trying out some cool stuff initially and then the stuff with the cash just like screwed everything up because they were trying to scramble and find their way again and it was just um it was just messy um a lot of those <laughs> those later season two episodes just it's hard for me and then um with season three I felt like it had a better a better flow and they had things planned out a bit better um with all of the arcs that they had and um that's probably the best actual content wise season of the of mighty morphin oh yeah storyline wise for sure like they they really amped it up and i mean they had to because one of their biggest players was leaving like yeah. amy joe at that point was like 
she was the star. You might as well say, like, she, besides J- JDF, like, she was the star. So it was like, obviously, they really had to really bring it home. And it just so happened that Catherine Sutherland came in at just the right time because they were like, Pink is one of the like, biggest and best characters in the show. So not only is not only do we have to really, we have to really, you know, make this grandiose gesture of having her leave, but we also have to make this even bigger grandiose gesture for this new girl to try to make everybody like her just as much as we liked Amy Jo. Because honestly, to be truthfully honest with you, when the original three left, they didn't need, I mean, they tried to do all that stuff with the, with the Stone Canyon trio, but to be truthfully honest with you, like, they didn't really give all the glitz and glamour to those three the way they did for Catherine. I mean, oh, they no, had no, Catherine, no. you know, talking to monkeys and, <laughs> like... Okay, honey. They had her. She had a full on character, like a, a like a character arc, just yes. Those first few episodes before she was even a ranger. Like, not yeah. only did they give her a full character arc, but they literally made her like the all American girl, and she wasn't even American. Like, oh, I mean, no. they literally <laughs> just gave her everything, and was like, okay, this girl can literally do anything. Because, you know, Kimberly was, like, her bar was so high that it was like, we have to either make her bar higher or try to get her somewhat close. Because Catherine was, she was a diver, she was a dancer, she could talk to monkeys, she was building, she was building stuff for community centers. I mean, girl was doing the most she could sing. It was just like, what the heck can this girl not do? Right. You know, (laughs) It was it was just ridiculous at some point. It was like, okay, now I understand y'all trying to make us like Catherine, and for most of us, we did. I know. Well, I didn't I, like her till Zio. I, I didn't, didn't like her at all. I hated her as a kid. As a what? And of course, we love Catherine Sutherland here. But um, when I was five years old, I hated her because she was um, trying to hurt Kimberly. Yeah, she tried she to steal her, her man, and then they forced the fact that they tried her that she tried to hurt Kimberly, gave her powers, made her a ranger, mm-hmm. and like, and then you know, and then they tried to do the whole Cat and Tommy storyline. I'm like, ew. Yeah, I um, I I definitely accepted her as a ranger. Um, like lit by by Zio as a kid, yes. and then when I watched it back as an adult, I was like, "Wow!" Like I didn't even remember. Uh, I didn't fully remember her arc or how she came in, because it had been so many years since I watched it. But they really gave her a lot to work with. I was actually impressed when I watched it back. And then I, I have a whole different respect for that, that character now because of all that. And I wish, oh man, I wish they would have given her more. You give somebody an intro like that and then she just became a foil for Tommy after that. Ugh. Basically, basically. I mean, I, th- that was my biggest, my biggest thing for Catherine 
was it was just like she got this big entrance and then she literally just became a damsel in the trip in distress on Zio. Like that's literally what happened to her. And I'm like, Dag, like, come on, y'all. Like, this girl was like, she was really on it in Zio. Not Zio, in uh, in Turbo. In Turbo, she was killing it. And it's just like that was my Zio, favorite season for her, yeah. But absolutely. Like Turbo for her was just bomb. But Zio, it was just like, what happened to you? Um, <laughs> but, but Mighty Morphin, they, like they just did so much for Catherine, and they, like I said, they did so much more for her than they did the Stone Canyon Trio, which I felt like they just got the Stone Canyon Trio just got the short end of the stick, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, and and it it had to do with the circumstance, of course. They had more time to actually plan things out because they knew Amy was leaving, as opposed to them either firing or the actors leaving on their own uh, with uh, the original three that left. And then they had to rush and cast three new people and figure all this stuff out on the fly. Like they gave some, some story elements or story arcs they gave to, that they were going to give the original three or episodes at least, they ended up giving to the, the other Rangers, but they just, you know, still, didn't have enough time to really develop each and every one of them. And then, like I said um, before, season two was just kind of a mess because of that. Um, And you would think like with all those random two-parters that they did and all the randomness of of the second half of season two, all that time could have been spent building up your characters. Exactly. And don't even get me started on how they did Karen Ashley. Like, I mean, it was just like, y'all literally gave this girl, stop the hate master, turn her into a child, turn her into an adult. And we then we just saw her walking up to Ashala on the very end, like, you know, with Ashala welcoming her into her arms. Welcome home, child. And that was it. It's like, Y'all really screwed this character over. And she gave you time. Like, she actually mm-hmm. told you, hey, guys, I'm leaving. And this is how you treated it. It was just like, mm-hmm. th- that's messed up. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on for Mighty Morphin I just couldn't forgive. Because it was just like, okay, like, y'all really did this big thing with Kimberly. But then with Aisha, it was just like, yeah, we just gonna have her walk on, you know, walk on the camera and just be like I, <laughs> that's terrible you know have her walk into africa which we don't even know where in africa she was but we just know she was in africa and that was it it's just like okay that's the end oh of the it's all it's all the same place brandon you know well i mean you know i mean <laughs> there, there there's no other you know countries in the continent of africa i mean africa is just africa right clearly that's their thought process with that and oh 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 and by the way everybody in africa um just wears you know togas and they live in desert (laughs) remote areas right Right. like no no infrastructure you know no infrastructure they just live with lions and tigers and that oh my god i guess you could say power rangers was a reason why i i I thought that 
Africa was like that. I didn't find out about how like modernized and stuff Africa is until like I was oh. a teenager. Dead ass. Like I grew up as a kid thinking that Africa was just this barren wasteland where just black people lived and they lived with animals and that was it. Like I genuinely thought that for, for like years. And then literally I remember being in middle school and my um my one of my teachers, he actually is from Africa. And he was talking about one of his experiences and I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> like, you didn't live in a hut or something and he was just so Ooh, offended I can see I was about to ask if he was Damn. he was so offended with me and I'm like oh my god I'm so serious I really did not know that I'm not trying to be shady or nothing I really didn't know because on my favorite TV show that's how they depicted it Like, they and then so it. many so many other places depicted like that or you see exactly. the those uh, those um, commercials with the hungry kids right like the feed the children commercials like they all yeah. depict Africa as like this place where everybody lives in huts and they live with animals like that's really what they depicted as so I'm like Oh, well, is that is that it? But I didn't learn that until years later. So, I mean, I'm just like, that's really kind of messed up. I mean, he could have at least told us where in Africa it was. Or, I mean, even then, kind of give us some sort of civilization instead they of just... Have, like they, yeah, they literally could have... Um, I'm thinking about how they... I want to say they showed Switzerland uh, when we first found out about the the peace conference and then I'm thinking like they could have had Africa be in a city just like that. But, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying. Like they could there there was so many things they could have done. But also too, this is the nineties where yeah, you know, yeah. they did a lot of things that were just culturally just messed up. Cause mm-hmm. that was also during the time where Native American culture was such a thing. I don't know if you guys remember that, but like in the nineties Native American culture was like all the rage. It was like, oh, everybody, you know, everybody has to have some kind of Indian, not Indian, Native American um, reference in their shows. Like Walker, Texas Ranger, prime example. Like, <laughs> oh, right, wow. <laughs> like, right, prime right, example. Right. Like, I mean, they always had some kind of, you know, um, Native American, you know, artifact in there or like just something and I'm like what the heck and then Tommy had his little thing we had to go on his journey and find the arrow and then the, and Zio he had to find the arrowhead like it was just like cultures galore so the 90s was not a an actual PC time <laughs> did not age well when it came to cultures um but fast forward to Dino Thunder. What were some of the things about Dino Thunder that you guys liked? Like, what was the, what was the tea on that? Like, what was what was the likes or dislikes? I I love the the cast. Um, I really appreciated oh, sure. that the cast could act and or yes. and, um and were allowed to act. I really right. appreciated that. Um, yeah. I liked 
as we always talk about, we just spoke about it. I love the fact that the three core rangers weren't friends from the jump and we had to watch them get comfortable with each other and, and work as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, they were three different, three different kids, but they actually seemed like real teenagers. Yeah. Um, in comparison to Mighty Morphin, um, I remember hearing somebody say something along the lines of uh, Dino Thunder was basically, <laughs> they did Mighty Morphin the right way. Um, just as Literally. far as have, yeah, having the kids uh, be actual, seem like actual teenagers. They weren't the goody two shoes. Um, they, uh, you know, like Connor was a jerk. Um, yeah. Ethan um, was a smart kid, but he had he had a little bit of an edge to him where he did like stand up for himself, which was cool. And um, he was confident and, in who he mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to call it Tori. Uh, Kira, Kira. She was, uh, yeah, she was, um, I've been thinking about Tori a lot. I don't know why. But um, yes, Kira, Kira, Kira. She, uh, she was the rebel girl. She was the artist. And she was a loner. And I like that. And um, she just was not impressed by, by Connor and his popularity. And um, I felt like she vibed with Ethan initially. I, I can't, I haven't watched it in so long. I need, that's something I need to do a rewatch I mean, of, but. I wouldn't say she was a loner per se, because like, if you recall, like in episode one, she was like giving a performance. Like, I feel like most loners mm. wouldn't exactly give a performance. She was definitely confident in who she was as a person. She owned it. She knew who she was. She knew what she wanted to do. She knew who she was as a person. And I think she wasn't an, a loner per se. I think there was just a lot of people that she couldn't stand. That she was just like, you know what? I'm way too mature for these these high schoolers. Mm. Um, but because like because like when I think when you look back on it, if she was a loner, she would have not performed in front of um, audience. And I'm sure you probably recall like at the very beginning where um, Ethan set off the sprinkler. She was sitting on the bench singing. Uh, one of her songs and they shed an audience Mm -hmm. i feel like a loner wouldn't have that and obviously as you progress Mm -hmm. well like a loner doesn't when i think of a loner i think of somebody that doesn't necessarily have a lot of friends they don't necessarily want a lot of friends um the fact that a girl is singing she sings well she had a nice catchy song. I think that would attract an audience, whether they they're friends with her or not. Am I right? Opinion. I guess because like when I'm when you say loner, I'm when I'm thinking of a loner in high school, I'm literally thinking somebody that like tries to be away from the spotlight, that tries to be mm-hmm. unnoticed. Okay. You know, okay. like you know those like mm-hmm. typical horror movies where they have their hoodie up I'm- all the time. Um, I'm saying so- yes. As soon as you as soon as you said that, um, I, inst- I instantly thought about Veronica Mars. Right, like you know episode. what I mean. So when you said loner, that was my impression of it. When you said loner, I was picturing mm-hmm. like an emo child with their hoodie up, um, possibly mm-hmm. cutting themselves at night. Who knows? Oh. Perform some ritual like witch Wicca like performance. Um, maybe mm-hmm. pluck some. Wow, you're just really hair. going stereotypical, aren't you? <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> well, you know what? To be fair, they were stereotypical way back in the days. You know, like let's be fair. Yeah. Like they, they this really like. You know, like aside from like giving all of our um, three main core characters a lot of confidence, which was very unusual. Um, you know, remember like Billy really was not confident in himself. He was nerdy, but he wasn't confident. Um, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I feel like with Dino Thunder, they definitely did it well. They gave each character their individuality, but they also gave them attitude. Like, they were literally teenagers with attitude. They were confident. Sure. They had attitude. They were edgy. They were, they had it all. And yeah, so like, I, I'm not trying to stereotype, but that's pretty much what they did to these characters when they wrote them that way you know especially back in like Mighty Morphin days like they really stereotyped them right and then I feel like Donald Thunder they kind of did that too but I guess they caught up with a bit of like I guess our new age or whatever you want to call it where we had a bit of confidence uh, confidence and we started to own up to who we were like especially with like Ethan's character yes he was like a nerd he loved video games he was smart he owned it he knew it and he was definitely taking advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that he was this guy and he was not afraid to be this guy. And he was unimpressed mm-hmm. by the fact that, you know, Connor calls him out on it. He's like, yeah, so what about like video games? So what? What do you like? That's mm-hmm. so impressive. And I remember that attitude. And I loved it. Cause I'm going, yeah, that's right. What does he like? That's so impressive. Soccer. Whoopie do. Anyone can kick around a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. Soccer <laughs> and girls. Right. Mm-hmm. like um yeah so like and then when you really look back on it it was kind of nice to see that connor had insecurities like where he was like yeah okay i'm considered good looking yeah i'm great at soccer yeah i get the girls but like i'm not deep what does that mean like what if she's not interested in me after that because i don't know a lot so it's kind of nice to see that like um he was dealing with his own insecurities even though on the outside he seemed very confident he seemed like he knew who he was, but then on the inside, he starts to question who he was as a person, you know? So that was kind of nice in terms of developing characters, right? Mm. Like they stereotype them, but then I like how they try to build on them later on. And then of course you got Kira, who I really didn't feel like she was a loner. I felt like she was definitely searching for her crowd and... She found it with Ethan and Connor. I can I can see that. I can certainly agree. Um, with now, I will say with Kira, when it comes to Kira's character, I think that Kira was the type that it wasn't just that she. I, I feel like she was just so much of she was just so much more in, immature, not immature, more more mature. More mature. Sorry, that came out. Yeah terrible but she was much more mature than they were yeah and it was just like she was just like i'm just i'm I'm unbothered i don't want to be around you guys i'm focused on myself being an artist i'm focused on me and i already know what i want to do you know what i'm saying whereas the others they're just kind of like you know we're just out here you know shooting the shit she's like I don't have time for none of this. Like y'all, y'all do whatever y'all gonna do. Um, yeah. Which that's kind of what I really liked about Kira, yeah. because Kira was just that girl that was just like bump y'all. Like 
Well, who are you? Like, I'm I'm Kira Ford up in this mug. Like, I mean, that's the kind of energy that she gave me. She was just like, not even in a, not even in a look at me like I'm a bad yeah. a bad chick kind of energy, but just yeah. like she was just really confident. Yeah. And I love that even though she had that confidence, she even she still questioned it. Because yeah. like there's that episode where um coincidentally, um boom and <laughs> and uh boom was in this episode. It was uh Kelsey Henderson. He kind of had her second guessing herself. He was the um, the the record producer. He had her second guessing herself and was like, you know, you should have this sound. You should have this look. You know, you should look like this. You should sound like this. And she's like, mm, but is that me though? And he's like, screw that. No one cares if it's you or not. Like, just do what I say and you ain't money. You know. But she's like, I'm not going to question, but what the hell was the others, obviously. She learned, like, you know, I'm not going to question my integrity as an artist just to, you know, be famous, which, mm-hmm. you know, shows a lot about who she is. Because she easily could have went with that record producer and been like, for sure, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what she did. So... I think that's why I like Kira so much is because of her maturity. Um, Mm -hmm. Connor, Mm -hmm. the one thing I will say about Connor is that Connor, to me, I like the fact that Connor was a jerk and he stayed a jerk. I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm I'm pretty sure people will be like, why? (laughs) Why do you like that? I'll tell you why. People don't change attitudes like that overnight. Hmm. Nope, they, they don't. don't. If nope. you are like a jerk to the core, you are going to be a jerk. Like, I mean, dude was misogynist. He was, <laughs> like, he was terrible. He was terrible, Your Honor. But at the same time, he learned, hey, these are things that are not good. I shouldn't do these things. Granted, he still was trying to learn even by the end of the series. He didn't yeah. just be like, you know, I'm a changed man, guys. I'm good. No, he still was learning how to be a better man even until the end of the season. Yep. He was still mm-hmm. learning. Yeah. And I think that's what I loved about Connor was that he was at least trying. Like, it wasn't no yeah. situation yeah. where it was like, you know, magically he learned a lesson and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm somebody brand new. That's not what happened. No. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I, and I love that part with the ending episode, with the, with the finale, where um, Ethan came up to them, came up to him and the tree girl, and was like, oh, she was on the list? And there was this whole misogynist list that Connor made up of all the bad girls that he was gonna, all the good looking you know, bad girls that he was going to invite to prom. And it was just like, oh, she made it on this? And he's like, uh, chill out, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah. You know, like, mm, my bad. So it was just kind of like, Connor was trying to change. So I really appreciated it. I really appreciated that character. And Ethan, same thing with him. Like, you know, even though he kind of had a... he. He, his change kind of happened during the season, 
but you saw Ethan become a lot more confident in himself because he was already yeah. a confident guy, but he started to actually actually focus on things outside of just computers and games. Like yeah. it was just, he started to actually look at life and everything around him and even start dating. You know, because yeah. I mean, him and Cassidy, I, that was so random, but that was I so liked random. it. But I loved it. I loved, loved him it. and Cassidy together. Even though it didn't last long, but mm. it was still cute that they were able to get together because it changed her character. I was just so about to say that. <laughs> yeah. Even she developed, which is she like, developed. oh my God. And I think I like that because it was so realistic. Like that. That could happen to any one of us in real life. Like it, it was so relatable, so realistic. Right, exactly. And that's what I loved about Dino Thunder. And I, and I think that's why for me, Dino Thunder is probably the best season for me out of the I, three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it was just, it really <laughs> showed the humanity of people. Yep. And yeah. it was just like, you really you rooted for those for those characters. I mean, I even found myself rooting for Devin. And I'm like, yeah. yo, I always rooted for Devin. I'm like, yo, when is Cassidy gonna give this boy a chance? Like, I mean, dang, like she is really dragging him through the mud. But I found myself rooting for every single Everyone. character, even yeah. the bad guys. I found myself loving them because poor Zeltrax. I'm like, oh my god! Well, he got chumped. Uh, I I loved um I loved Elsa. She was so fun. <laughs> oh, I love Elsa. I love Elsa. Oh my god, Elsa is she is one of the greatest villains of all time, in my opinion. Like, I just love her. <laughs> and that exaggerated um that exaggerated uh battle cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Especially when she got beat up. Oh my god. Like that scream was hilarious. <laughs> when she would get beat up. Oh, it's great. But I'm like, even I, Elsa oh, is like, I just love every single character. They were all just these, oh, and like Zel Zeltrax was just such a I felt bad for him. Like he was the character that I just felt like they did dirty. And I understood that he was supposed to be like that because he's a villain. But I'm just like, dang. I mean... I, uh, man, I, I was hoping that we... Uh, when we found out that there was a relationship between him and Tommy, I was really disappointed that we found out it was just Smitty, who we had no idea who the hell that was. Like, it would have made so much more sense and been so much better if it was somebody from a previous season. Right. Well, I mean... There's rumors of that that could have been in the works, but it just didn't happen, but... Right, right, right. But I mean, like, even then, my opinion, honestly, I still feel like Zotrax was still handled really good only because of the fact that here you're talking about this guy who not only did he lose his job to Dr. Oliver, then he went and he was doing an experiment, almost died, 
was turned into this cybernetic guard for Mezagog, betrayed by Mezagog, <laughs> and ultimately gets destroyed. Like, I mean, this guy, he goes through, like, he was the one that I wanted to have a redemption arc, honestly. Like, I really wanted Zeltrax to have a redemption. I really did. And the fact that Disney decided not to give him one was like, oh, wow, they really went there. They really went there. Because it's like not everybody gets a chance to redeem themselves. Not everybody does. And they just killed Zeltrax off. And I'm like, oh, we're doing that, I see. Which I'm like, I love. I mean, I, I loved it, but it's just like, dag, like, I really wanted Zeltrax to win. Like, I, I wanted him to at least, you know, get something. But I was glad that Elsa at least got a redemption. And, of course, Mezagar. Um, you know what? And, but I, if I remember correctly, I don't feel like Elsa's redemption was... Um, it wasn't full. It didn't feel full to me. No, and I think that the reason why it didn't is because they actually had, um, like, I feel like they actually had a whole storyline about her, but they just never did it. Because Damn. from my understanding, it was rumored that, and they even kind of played this into the show a little bit, but I, I, don't, I think it was a setup for her storyline, but they just didn't do it where she actually knew Dr. Oliver a long time ago. And I guess she, wow. he was, she was kind of like in love with him or something. But it was supposed to be a situation where Smitty not only lost his job, but he lost his love too, because he was in love with Elsa. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Dr. Oliver took everything from him. And that's why he was so hell-bent on trying to kill him. Because it was like, you took not only my job, and you took my girl. So... I think that's where they were going with it. And I think that that's why her redemption kind of felt flat because it was just like, I mean, she was just a regular human all this time, but you know, she didn't really have a connection to anybody. I mean, basically Tommy was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And she's all this time, like, making googly eyes at him, like, Ooh. and he's just like, who are you? Um, you know, so I just genuinely feel like that's what it was with Elsa. <laughs> I, um, I love, 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 love the, um, the reveal, and it was either the finale or the penultimate episode, the reveal that, um, Principal Randall was Elsa, and then her and Tommy fought in the front of the school. <laughs> Yo, and that the, was funny. Yeah, and then the um, and then all the kids came out and were like, "What the hell?" Like that was awesome. I I love that. That was so cool. Tell the school board I resign. Like I, when I tell you, Miriamma is so extra, but I but she's extra in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't like, I'm not going to name names. I'm not doing that. But there have been actresses. <laughs> there have been actresses where they weren't as good at being extra 
without being too extra. But with her, she nailed it perfectly. It was like she was so extra, but it was good and funny. Because even when she was Principal Randall, like she was just, oh my gosh, the stuff she would say and how extra she would say it, but still be funny. Like she was perfect. Like that's, I think that's why I love Elsa so much because she was just so ruthless and mean. But funny, because when she told Kira on the first episode, like, girl, who gonna put, who, who gonna bring you into college? What college you going to? Mm. Like, I mean, shaded her on, like, what was that, the first day of school or whatever? I'm like, dang, like, <laughs> she is, she is a savage, and I loved her for it. Um, <laughs> like, one of the first people that spoke her mind with the students, like, ever, because you expect, like, your teacher or your principal, whatever, to encourage you. And she's like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Like, Don't I'm going to do the exact opposite. I'm going to make you feel terrible yeah. about yourself. <laughs> I think, I think and she probably would say that it builds character. Right, right. I can see her like, saying that. Oh, gosh. I love, like, when I tell you I am such a huge fan of Dino Thunder, it, it's just... It's just one of those seasons that I'm just like, this season is great. And there's nothing that is, that is better than it. Like, there's, there's no other season that, Dino season is, in, in my opinion, that is better than Dino. In my opinion. Uh, yeah. I want one more thing. I, um, something that I did not like was mm. um, the Trent and Kira situation. Mm. Like, mm. They, had, they had all this chemistry and there was this buildup. She has a crush on him and he's he's crushing on her back and then boom, it's done. It's done, yeah. And um yeah. And, and it's never touched on again. Right. I hated that because it's like you can have relationships in kid shows. Yeah. And yeah. in shows that are that are um geared towards boys. Like you can do that. You can do that, but but this was one of the many times, and I, I think one of the most the the most offensive <laughs> um, examples of the show, um, acting like you can't have boys and girls having relationships on on this show. You can't you can't do that. And I oh I just but do not why, get it. Why tease us with that? Why even bother bringing it up? Who knows? Who knows? Because the, the season before that, um, they had uh, Tori and Blake. But it seemed, I remember it seemed like they kind of cooled off on it, but then towards the end, they showed that they were like, I think they were actually dating. But they no, just never... No, no, no. Nope. But I remember there was an there was an episode where they still were like sweet on each other. I think it was they the episode dating, where though. it was the they episode where um they were in a game show or something. A game show. What, Come uh, on, they were the everybody loves Lothor episode. Maybe they were they were they they had to fight inside of a controlled environment. And I remember uh, Blake, he took like a, a hit for Tori or something like that. Oh, I know what episode you're talking about. You are talking about Everybody Loves Lothor. Everyone Loves Lothor. So that's the episode where 
um, they were put under a spell. It was him and Cam were put under a, a love spell, and they both fell in love with Tori. And he all, but that was so that was weird because he already was feeling her. And then I feel like maybe after that they they showed that they still liked each other, but they just didn't. Have I mean, a they had moments where they yeah they had moments where they were kind of like you know being like. Ooh, we're walking together and we're talking, but they weren't <laughs> dating. But you know what? I was also getting the vibe that maybe they didn't want to put them together in the sense that like they um they had their mission still. Because remember, like the brothers had their mission. Their mission was to find their parents. And oh, their parents were dead. Right. But like they were looking for something else, weren't they? Like something about their their past or whatever. I remember they were looking for something. They were on the they were on their own mission. Not a much I remember. And the the three ninjas were on a different mission. Cause I know they they decided that they wanted to um they wanted to leave and go on like their own quest. I know that yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah that's they decided I mean. they like, wanted to leave. Yeah, like and that's what I mean. Like I think that's why they didn't try to um I think that could also be the main reasons why the characters never got together. Like if we want to dive a little deeper, cause I, um, I'm glad that you confirmed that. Cause I do recall, like they, they wanted to do their own thing at some point that they did want to stick around. And, and I feel like um, the three had to stick around because it was the ninja school. So if they were going to stick around realistically, the relationship wasn't going to last. So maybe they were definitely way more mature than we thought they were. And though they liked each other, they never acted on that because they knew that eventually um, things would have to part ways, you know? And the fact that they were there, they were all there under a common interest, right? And that was to obviously protect Earth and save the ninja students. And then when they did do that, um, Blake went on to do his own thing and, you know, became motocross famous where Tori did her own thing and opened up a surf, a surf shop, I think, and still ran ninja school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just felt like they um, had their, they already knew what they had to do in life. So I felt the reason why they never got together was because of that, was because they knew that eventually they had to part ways. So what was the point of getting involved and make it harder on everybody than, than just, just sort of, keep it as it is that's that was a vibe i got i mean of course mm-hmm. you might have you guys might have a different vibe but that was a, that was the impression i i got from um tori and blake was that although they liked each other a lot they also understood that they were there for a reason and their focus mm-hmm. remained on those goals and as you can tell long after that too like you know when they did a re a recap of where they were Blake obviously got famous and did motocross all over the world and Tori did her own thing and was still at the ninja school too. Right. No, and like I I I I agree with I agree with that assessment because it was just more so of with with those two even when they were rangers before before everything ended, I kind of yeah. just felt like they just were kind of like, oh, we like each other. Yeah. But not so much of mm, let's be in a relationship. Like they were just kind of like, you know, we were crushing on each other. And that yeah. was it. That was whereas, it, yeah. yeah, whereas with Kira and um Kira and Trent, it was just kind of like, 
Ugh. I mean, we actually were like feeling each other. Like we were actually like trying yeah. to like get with each other, and they it just were. never happened. And like, yeah, I mean, like that was... song about him too. Oh my yeah, God. like there was a whole like there was a lot going there. Like they were like yeah. they had the full intention of being together, yeah. and yeah. it just never happened. And I and it, I feel like that was know, the show's fault for yeah, dropping the ball on that. It hurt my feelings so much when oh, um, the prom, the prom episode where um, I think they were talking about prom dates and like Kara and Trent are there when the conversation is happening and it's like, oh, you guys don't have dates. Oh, they really did totally just drop the storyline. That was bull. I, ugh, I hated it. They, they could have gone together still. I wish they'd done that where they just gone together. Because, like, again, I get that, like, at the end of the day, after, you know, after they graduate high school, they were going to move on. And they knew that. So I can understand if they, if after crushing on each other so hard and wanting to get together, maybe they decided that, you know what, let's focus on saving Earth first. And then realize that they both had, obviously, separate ways. It was clear that Kira was always going to focus on her music. And she it made a, and she made and they made that very clear from the very beginning of the season, right? And Trent and his art. So I can totally understood if like they realized in the end that although we liked each other a lot and we want to get each other's pants, maybe it's not a great time to do it because we have the entire future ahead of us. And there are people that do do that. No, they do think about that where they're like, well, I don't want to go to school, so I don't want to go to college with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever partner you want to have. They want to be free and experience the world some more. So maybe that was the thing. And I feel like that's a very Kira thing to do too because she seems like the type that wants to stay focused on her path and on her career and experience all that she can experience in whatever time frame that she may have had. And Trent is just very, I just want to be my own little world, do my own art, do my own thing, make my dad proud. That was the vibe I got from them though. But they definitely- I will say this, Lena. I love how you tried to rationalize it. I love how you tried to rationalize it. Um, I will say that for me, it definitely, there were a lot of inconsistencies with me, which made me believe that it was just a storyline thing. Maybe they ran out of time with the story. Um, because it was just, there was so much, there was so much information that they gave us. Um, when those two met, it was almost kind of like on the same line, literally, the way that Kimberly and Tommy met. Like, the way that Kimberly was making oogly eyes at Tommy was the same way Kira was making oogly eyes at Trent. It was just almost like, oh yeah, I am ready to jump his bone. Like, I want him. And those two had that kind of, like, energy, if you will, for each other. Like, they had that energy even, you know, during the time where, you know, he became evil and they found out that Trent was the White Ranger. She was still giving us Kimberly vibes with the, well, you know, he's not all bad. And, you know, maybe he can be good. And, you know, maybe, you know, we have to try to see if he'll, he'll be good and he'll help us. And, you know, just holding out for him and all this stuff. Like, they, and even when he became good, there was something there. But I felt like they started 
they I feel like they kind of pulled back on it instead of taking it all the way and actually bringing them together. They may have pulled back, maybe for maybe for a story reason, maybe because they felt like mm, maybe this is too close to Mighty Morphin. You know, maybe it was something like that. But I really wish that instead of them just deteriorating it and just kind of making it fall to the wayside, I wish they would have done something like had Kira go, you know what? You lying to us. And because you lying to us so much, I don't think I can trust you. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of have them kind of just break off that way. But Mm. still still have them work together and be friends but at the same time just let just be like i can't if if i'm gonna be with you i need to be able to trust you fully and i can't you know and and just kind of have that you know like i and and that's something that i could see dino thunder happening with like i I can see it that's actually a really Mm -hmm. valid point yeah Yeah. you know i just really felt like they did something like that rather than just letting it fall off because even when they had future episodes with them coming back in SPD, it was almost like those two didn't even recognize the fact that they even liked each other at one point. No, not like, at Yeah, it was just like they were just hanging out. Like, oh, we're just, we're the bestest friends. Like, it's like, no, you two actually were in, like, you actually had, like, the hots for each other. Like, what is sure. happening right now? Maybe when they came back, they were already in relationships with other people, so they definitely. Did I not mean, but no, not not yeah. the, not the um not that SPD episode where the SPD Rangers came to the future, not to the future to the past, not that one. They were still in high school on that one. Right, I guess uh, it was set around the time that they had dropped the storyline. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Like they they could have at least they like oh, wow. if you didn't want to go there you could at least have wrapped it up in a bow like, oh, you know, maybe this isn't going to work. Right, right. Something as simple as that. Instead of just just dropping it like that. I I, I hated that. Because I was shipping shipping them. Me too. Me too. Like, I really wanted them to work. What'd you say? I can't say I did. I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. I just felt like... um, it was okay. I felt that it was kind of silly that they had, um, you know, the core three, and of course, the girl had to be the one that kind of fell for one of the other rangers. And mm. that kind of like irked me a little bit because it's like, well, why does it, why does a gr- the, the one girl always have to fall for a, a, another ranger? Like, like look at um, Dino Charge. Shelby and Tyler. Mind you, though, they did have the hoss for each other, and it was very obvious to the very end, and they almost kissed, and obviously they had this whole storyline where they were together, or they were hanging out, or whatever, right? But I think, like, for me, I was just kind of like, why does it always... Like, okay, let's go back to uh, Ninja Storm, where they had Tori falling in love with one of the new guys. So it was always a new guy, too. Do you ever notice that? It's always right. like, she doesn't fall for, the, you know, her core, her teammates, but it's always the first new guy that she sets her eyes on. And with Tori, it happened to be Blake, right? With, um, who was evil too, actually, ironically. And then, of course, with um, Kara, it had to be Trent, who was evil. Because it couldn't be Dr. Oliver, because he was too old for her. So it had to be Trent. Ooh, Jesus, no. no. Like, 
there was no other ranger. When you really think about it, there was no other ranger. Trent was the well, last ranger the team. Well, pause for a second. I mean, there are girls who do fall in love with their teachers. I'm just saying. Right. See, that could have been an interesting storyline. No, 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 no. <laughs> there was no way they were going to do that. Okay. Well, anyways, bottom line is, let's forget that idea for two seconds. But bottom line is, like, why did they have to have her fall for the next guy she sees as not her teammate? Why? Why, why can't she just... I mean, she's, like... Uh, you can't or, hope who you're attracted to. No, as I'm in and, and then and then not not just that. Like she's you're working with these people, like all the time, risking your life with them. Like I, I don't know. I get like, that, right? But like, I guess like what I'm saying is like she didn't. Well, he wasn't a ranger when she saw him. She followed for him. She's like, ooh, who's this new hot boy? Kind of like with Kimberly, who's the new guy in town? Kind of like I don't. Boy, yeah, I don't really see what the. I don't you know, know. I don't see what the problem with that is. Honestly. No, it's not the problem. I guess what if we're comparing the three, um, if we're comparing like the um, seasons, you know, from mm-hmm. like Mighty Morphin to Donald Thunder, it's a very similar storyline. Why yeah. couldn't they made it different? You know, like there is nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, right? It happens. I'm not denying mm-hmm. that, and it happens more than we think it happens, right? But what I'm trying to get at is, why does she have to fall for anybody at all? Why can't she just be? I agree with that. I agree with that. I actually agree with that one hundred percent. I agree with that. I agree with that one hundred. Yes. So that's why that's why I'm trying to get like it like it it could like what she could just be you know like and like they we have the storyline so often that I'm almost over it you know like like going back Mighty Morphin Kimberly and Tommy I know Ninja's just not part of the Dino um the Dino series but like Tori and Blake and then now we got Ninja Steel. Yeah, Ninja, Ninja Storm. Storm. Did I say Ninja Storm? No, I just say Ninja Storm. Tori and Blake. Did I say Ninja Steel? Did I say Ninja Steel? Yes. My bad. I mean, even shame though they have a couple on them. on that too, but that couple. Shame, oh, shame on them for uh, reusing words in another season. Right? Shame on them because now we're going to call Dino Fury, Dino Charge, or Dino something else. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like so, I just feel like with um, because like Kira's character was so strong, like like her character was so strong that she could have just been on her own and she still would have been great. She was still have been a really good character. Like, well, shit, uh, she 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 ended up on her own. <laughs> yeah, she ended up on her own. But that's what exactly. I mean. Like, like she didn't have to be involved with anybody. Like that storyline didn't even have to exist. Like she could have just been, and her storyline would have still been just as great. Because she did end up her own. She did do her own thing. You know, when she came back to the high school reunion, she came in by herself. She was rocking it, being all like, yeah, guys, how you doing? You know, right. like, she was fine on her own. Like, she didn't need Trent. She didn't need anybody, really. So I just thought it was so silly. Why can't, they, why can't she just be? She didn't have to fall for the next boy that she saw. That happens to be the new kid in town because, you know, apparently the town was so That's small. That's the Power Rangers troop. Right, it's so just like, a trope. It is. So I don't. I, I, she could have just been, and the story would have been just as great. I think we would have loved her just the same. Agree. I, I I agree with that actually. Um, I you know when it comes to those two in general, I it just I just personally hate when 
shows try to make use the trope of the girl falling in love with the guy and she and her character suffers. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I don't like when female when women characters, especially if they're strong women characters, end up being overtaken and end up being used as the conduit to make the male character look better or to have or to give the male character a story i don't like that that shit so much it happens all the time time. in power rangers and this is why all the time that's why i'm so glad that in the 2017 movie when remember jason and and kimberly were supposed to get together and kiss or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm so glad they removed the kiss because it made her a strong character it made her a better ranger. Well, okay, not that she wasn't going to be a better ranger, but it just made her stood on her own so much more that she wasn't crying to Jason about the fact that these girls are not bullying her, but really she was the real bully. And then, you know, Jason being like, oh, come here. Let me make it up to you. Let me, let me give you a kiss. Let me, no. Let me swallow your face. Right. <laughs> He's just like, no, I was a bitch. I was a bitch. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I agree 100%. I mean, if you look at any, like a lot of the seasons, they they do that a lot to where they they'll take away these strong women's characters and just reduce them down to the footstools for the men. I mean, for for to be honest, that was like the the worst offender of this was Gia. That was the worst offended. The, the oh worst offense. I mean, the, you didn't even give the girl a storyline at all. Like you didn't give her no None. character whatsoever, and None. then the only traits that you give her, you give her traits that only inform Jake. While Jake gets all the things. I mean, Jake was probably the most well-rounded character out of the whole entire season. Like out of the whole cast, he was the most well-rounded character, and her character suffered because of him. And it's like that shouldn't be if you're creating a show. Everybody has their, everybody should be able to have a piece of the pie and not have their only purpose be a, you know, just as a, a, a descriptor for another character. And I felt like that's how they did Gia. And that's how a lot of women characters get treated in Power Rangers, unfortunately. Um, Kira suffered, um, Gia, Haley. Um, just like a lot of them suffer under this and it's just like that's not okay and I'm really honestly hoping that it does not happen for Dino Fury but you know it's just like that. it's a it's an ongoing trend especially when they're trying to have relationship characters um, the, the woman always suffers and it needs to stop seriously um, but we'll be right along um, <laughs> lastly we have Dino Charge. Now, this one, I was waiting to get into this one, honey. Because, baby, I'm sorry. Dino, Dino Charge, I had such high hopes for. Dino Charge, I... It was one of those seasons that it started out so good. So good. Oh, that premiere. Yeah. The way they introduced each character and the fact that you had the first ever Black Pink Ranger mm-hmm. and she carried the show. Like, she carried the first episode on her back. 
Like, she really did. Like, Camille carried the first episode on her back by herself. Like, when her character was introduced, she carried the episode from then on out. Because basically her character, it was linked. Like, she basically kind of brought the team together because her character introduced everybody else and informed you of who everybody else is. And because Camille is such a great actress, she was able to tell that story while also making herself look good, but not making herself the star. And it was just the writing of that episode was just so good. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great season. And the first couple of episodes were great. I mean, they were really good episodes. And somewhere down the line, all of a sudden, we just went from like, okay, this is good. This, this is great. To, oh, this is, okay, I can see what you're doing. Okay. Then to, that's a choice. To, okay, what the hell is going on? To, oh my God, please, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, that was literally the track of Dino Charge. And y'all, help me out. Like, what? Please, tell me what y'all think. What do you think? Well, um, <laughs> Lena's going to agree with you there, but I, um, I had fun. I, I watched, uh, I watched, I think I watched the entire first season and then I started to fall off with uh, Dino Supercharge, but I, I recently went back and watched it in full. Uh, I think you guys remember when I was doing that. That was, that was a little while ago and I, I had a lot of fun. Um, and I guess it's because of how bad the seasons surrounding it were. I think that's um, why you're giving it such high praise, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be a reason why. But I, I loved, once, once again, they had a great cast and I loved their chemistry together and I loved the, um, I loved the team. Um, then they had some good actors on there. Um, oh, absolutely. I love um, Claire. Um, uh, oh my God. Uh, Claire's character. Um, Kendall? Kendall, yes, Miss Morgan. Like, Claire is a, like, we know she is, like, like, a real actor, like, a real artist. So, like, she took the role seriously, and she did a great job with that character. She was a super bitch to, um, to, um, uh, Oh my God, I forget people's names. Um, Shelby? Shelby, yes. And then, um, and um, you know, eventually she she warmed up to her. I feel like they should have made a bigger deal with how mean she was to Shelby. They should have made a bigger deal of them being, you know, getting on a good, on a good level, in a good space. And you know also, what? it would have been nice if she apologized for being so mean, but now that I do, I agree with that. I do think that they should have, they, they maybe should have had maybe not even apologize, but maybe just have kind of like a heart to heart with each other, kind of. That, yeah, yeah. Um, but also too, um, that part about um, 
Kendall um, just being nicer to her, uh, uh, not being not nicer, being mean, being meaner. I kind of feel like that was enough. To be honest, I feel like that was enough because if they would have made her any meaner, it would have came off racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would have came off so racist because I'm sorry when she was caught, like she kept calling her a waitress over and over and over and over, even though that was her job. It still kind of came off as like you're the help, go sit down. You know, like it, it still kind of came off that way, even though you know mm-hmm. obviously that's not what it is. But I think that if she was yeah. any meaner it would have really had, it would have really turned into having racial undertones. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I don't think that they wanted pressure. to have that. I definitely get that impression. And I, if anything, I felt like Shelby's character was super, well, not Shelby, Camille's character was super annoying. Like with her, like constantly. Ugh, like, whatever. I'm not hating on her character. I'm just saying I found her super annoying. I remember at one point I was like, let it go. She doesn't want you to come along. Like, why are you so insistent on this? Why? What's the reason behind it? Well, it had to. It had to do with what she wanted to do with her life. She was. Um, like, she wanted to be a paleontologist. And that would have been a great. That would have been a great learning experience. Well, if she just watched Ross on Fresh, she would have found out that it wasn't all that great. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> 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 wow. Wow. Look how great turned out for Ross. Let's be honest here. Mary wow. divorced three times. Lost wow. a boat DVD when he had sex with Rachel on it. I'm just saying. Wow. Like, okay. So we are not reviewing friends. I will I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. So had she really wanted to know what was up? Just watch friends. She would have been all caught up and realized maybe that's not, that's not the life she wanted for herself. I'm totally kidding, but I get it. I knew that's what she wanted to do, but she was just, I felt like she became overly pushy. It got to a point where it just sounded more like a nay that she wanted to come along versus like, this is really what I want to do. Please give me an opportunity. And I think it was the way she like presented herself. It was very like giddy. It was like, please, Miss Morgan, please. I promise I won't do this. I promise I won't do that. I'll be up your way. You won't even know I was there. It's just, it was just like, no, I'm sure there's other Can ways. Can do whatever she... She's trying to do whatever it takes to get... Whatever it takes? To get to wherever she needs... To get to where she wants to get to. Whatever it takes. Wink, wink. I think she's knocking up the wrong tree. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to leave that where that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I, you know, when it comes to, honestly, when it comes to just the characters of Dino Charge, I feel like they were, they were such well-written characters, you know, and and their relationship with one another. They, they had some real tiffs with each other. It wasn't like all rainbows and and butterflies with them like they had some 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 stuff with each other mm-hmm. sometimes and it was like even though and, and i like how they handled it even though they handled it in the episode mm-hmm. they still went back and reflected on it in pat mm-hmm. in later episodes where it was just kind of like okay yeah i know we solved this but i still don't like how you do certain things 
You know what I'm saying? Like that was always the the thing between my favorite gay couple, Chase and Riley. Like, I mean, <laughs> like that was always their thing. And uh, trust me, do not do not beat me up. I know they're not gay, but you know that was always their thing with each other. They they constantly always had it had it out for each other. Like. Riley didn't like the way Chase operated. Chase didn't like the way Riley would think about things. It was just always something. Like their, their personalities were like fire and ice. And I, and I loved that about those two. And just like with everybody else, they kind of had their own tips with each other. Like Chase had his thing with Shelby when he was picking on her about the NZ boys. And it was just like, they all oh, he really hurt her head. feelings. I actually he felt did. bad for her in that episode. <laughs> he did. And like I I just love the way Camille acts because she really, she really felt that thing. Like, I mean, I don't know what place she had to go to in that scene, but you could tell, you could see the hurt in her eyes. Like you could tell she was Yeah, I think she was broken. legit like um like tearing up. Yeah, like she was broken in that scene. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actual acting. Like, <laughs> they're actually acting like, on this show. Acting. <laughs> I'm like, they're really acting on this show. Oh my God, they actually people actually act. Um <laughs> but I was just like Wow, like the performances. Um, but yeah, like all of them were, they all had their own thing that made them go, you know what? Even though we're a team and we're all friends, there's certain things I don't like about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, I don't like um, this about you. <laughs> something, something I'm something about is um before you mentioned how over the top um, Elsa's actress was, but it worked. Of course, we got to talk about Sir Ivan, who was so over the top, but when I tell you, the way Dobby played that, oh my God, it was amazing. When I tell like you, it, I love him. <laughs> yeah. I loved him. Like, who would have thought that would have worked? Who would have thought it would work? First of all, even Coda had yeah, a, a he, caveman. Yeah. Even it, it, like even having a caveman in in, <laughs> in present time, it's like who would who would think this would work? Like first of all, when I saw the character descriptions, and they said Coda was the caveman, I'm like. This ain't gonna work. This is no, right. no. This is gonna be terrible. <laughs> it's like who, what? Because the first thing I thought about, remember the um the caveman from State Farm from the insurance, or was oh, it Geico? I, there, uh, it was I know like, what you're oh, talking about. I forgot which which two. Oh, I can't remember. Y'all, they but, made a show out of that. Remember, and it lasted yeah. like an episode <laughs> yeah it was something and it was just like so easy a caveman can do it and it's like i was so glad they got rid of that dumb shit because that joke was stupid but <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind i'm like a caveman like that no 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 this ain't gonna work this ain't gonna work this ain't gonna work and then yoshi came and just nailed it i mean and, and at first, 
with him being Asian, I was like, ooh, him talking in this broken English. Ooh, that's such a stereotype. That's exactly what, how I was feeling initially. Right. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I like this. But then, like, I started to warm up to, to how genuine and how honest he was playing the character because he wasn't doing, like, a caricature. Like, he was actually living in that character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, I like this character now. Like, Coda became such, like, a, a sweetheart. And it's just like, he had a lot oh. of heart. Yeah. Like, I like him. And same thing with Ivan. I'm like, as soon as he came out with that character description for Ivan, and was like, oh, he's a knight from a different time. What? <laughs> a knight? Oh, no, this ain't gonna work. This is terrible. It's a terrible, Your Honor. But it worked. And Davi played it so well. And he was so honest with it and so genuine. And I'm like, this is what we need. This is what we need in, in, in Power Rangers. We need that kind of honesty and that kind of acting at all times from everybody. <laughs> you know, like, it just, oh gosh, like, and I'm just, first of all, Davi and that accent, loved it loved it i just loved how posh he was I, I just loved it like he was just so my lady it was just like it was just like what i love this guy um i don't know like the characters are just so just so just done so well they were done yeah. so well and um, I, I even like the um i even like the the, the villains that they that won't die <laughs> Sledge and um, Poisandra. Listen, I rolled my eyes so hard just now. I'm pretty sure you probably heard them creaking in my skull. Oh my god! Like the their whole their whole uh, running gag of her wanting to <laughs> get married, and he's literally making her wait 65 years to get married, and then eventually she's like, "Oh, wait a minute, we're not getting married," and then she. But she still stayed with them. But yeah. I don't know. They made me laugh. I if you look at the the realness of their relationship, I we all we all know at least one Porsandra. We all at least know at least one. We we know a Porsandra. We do. And I don't know, like the characters. I I really do honestly genuinely love the villains. From Dino, from Dino Charge. My only thing is, I just wish they would die and stay dead. <laughs> like, I don't need another. It's a bomb. I, I don't need another. No. I, I really don't. Oh my god! The first time that that happened, sho legitimately shocked me because I, I, the fact that the good guy planted a bomb on their ship and it actually went off. That was crazy. I, I did not expect that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Like, there was some things that I was like, whoa. That, like, certain jokes, I was like, well played. Well played, Power Rangers. Well played. Like, even, even on the finale, when Sledge hit the Issa bomb again, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is, and, and ended up killing um, Fury. I thought that was hilarious. Like, even though that's really messed up that he actually was, imploded by the bomb but 
I mean, <laughs> Fury got like the worst death ever. Like, dude got blown up. That's really messed up. Everybody else, you know, like any other time they came back, it was just like, <laughs> go away. Like, just don't come back anymore. And I, I understand that they really probably wanted to get all the use out of that suit because it's the <laughs> only American-made suit. And they were like, you know what? We're going to use this thing like Lord Zed, honey. And <laughs> we're going to get our, our money's worth. I think the second, well, the second time it happened was pretty excessive. Really? Because he's been, how many times he, he, did he come back in the in the Christmas episode, the the the, uh, di- the super, oh god, no, <sighs> he came back in the Halloween. No, it wasn't. Was it was it a Halloween episode? It. I know it was an episode where. Um, I think it was a Christmas episode. I think mm-hmm. it was because it was. I think it was the other Christmas episode of the second um, one. N- yeah, the second one of mm-hmm. Ninja Steel, where it was the Ninja poison Steel. show. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. The Poise show. And um, because remember, somehow um, Fury, not Fury, um, Sledge ended up in the Ninja Steel world somehow. I don't, I don't know. But somehow he ended up in their dimension. And yeah, they had this whole thing with the Poise show. And, and he also had a I believe he also had a it's a bomb joke on that episode too. And I'm just like, oh God. Ugh, I'm over it. I'm over it already. <laughs> so yeah, like I I'm just not a fan personally uh, of Sledge anymore. Cause I've I've had enough of him by now. But everybody else, I just was like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. Like this isn't a like these, these villains aren't bad. I love Poissandra. Um, I, I love her gay best friend. Cool. Oh my god! Who? Um, so you telling me that wasn't her gay best friend? Who? The little What's his uh, name little, again? I forgot his little name. The change purse. I gotta look at that again. I forgot. About oh that. gosh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, what was his name? Um, Curio. That name sounds familiar. I just can't get curious. Is that a C or K? C. He looks like a change purse. Well, his his stomach does anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah, he was her gay best friend. Like, I mean, like... All of them were like, they were cute. They were cute little characters. So I just feel like everybody <laughs> was like, everybody oh, um, was really fun. Was, um, oh my God. Uh, I just said his name. Um, Heckle. He was pretty cool. I liked Heckle but when they didn't give up his identity. I, I liked did him that when he was fast. coverted. Yeah. Like they, they did they, that way, way too fast. fast way too fast i'm like they could have held this out for like another at least three episodes like they really could have slow burned this but they just hurried up and was like oh we gotta ha- we gotta hurry up and get this out there and it's like y'all didn't have maybe it was that. one of those maybe it was one of those things where they think that kids don't have attention spans maybe i, I don't know I, I don't know but i mean i really wish they would have 
they would have slow burned it just a little bit. Like let it cook. Like let them, you know, get under the Rangers a little more, you know? Because it was just kind of like they they found they found out his tea in no time. And I'm like, uh, y'all did this for what? Just to have a whole bunch of one-off episodes that don't make sense? Like you didn't and, need to do that. And um I'd like to, to wrap my, my part up real quick. I I shipped, I definitely shipped uh, Tyler and Shelby. I thought that was cute. And I like the fact that they actually were like together during, uh, you know, at the end of the season, but like there, there were episodes where they're actually dating. I like that they actually paid that off. And um, what else did I like? Um, oh, oh. The um <laughs> the uh Tyler's dead be dead. <laughs> the worst he character found ever. found his father, and then his father leaves him again. First That's of true. all, first of all, Kim, listen, um, I hate that you brought him up because that's gonna put me, that that just made me mad. <laughs> that man, oh, terrible. First of all, you really gonna... Mm. Okay. Let me start by saying this. Let me start by saying this. So, you gonna leave this little boy with his mama, right? After you found his energy, you gonna leave him with his mama, and you know that Fury is coming after you. But instead of you protecting your family, hell, you could have moved away with your family. You could have moved off. Y'all could have been like, you know what? We need to go somewhere. We need to move. We need to go somewhere. No, you left them. And not only that, you left them, but you won't even write the boy. You don't write him no letters. You don't text. You don't email. You don't phone call. You don't do nothing. You just drop all the face here. I don't care what nobody. I don't care what nobody say. I know this is Power Rangers, and I understand that. Of course, they're like, oh no, he wouldn't do this. I don't care what nobody say. That man had a family on the side. He had himself uh, 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 another another woman. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care because that is the only type of 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 low down, dirty foolishness. That a man would just up and leave his family on their own and don't say nothing. Like, you can't tell me. You can't tell me. No, 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 no. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. What's even more creepier is how he found his son later on. Like, was he right this whole time? Like, how does he? And you ain't say nothing. Right, right. He knew he knew he was the Red Ranger, right? Yeah. Yes. So why the fuck, yo? Why the hell didn't you pull him aside and like at that point you know that he can take care of himself? So why the hell would you not interact with him? That's but not even just that. But like, why the fuck did you need? Sorry. Wait, we can swear on here. Sorry. Yeah, I held mine in, but (laughs) why the heck did you even have to leave your son? Why? I I can somewhat see that because he wanted to keep his son safe and, and, and his wife safe. But to but to not call out for yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean the boy thought he was dead. 
all this yeah. time. Like, no, he well, not dead, but that. he he thought he, he was like missing. Well, yeah, yeah he, he like missing. Uh, I remember there was a point where he kind of was getting to the point because I I think um, Shelby was trying to say like, hey, you haven't seen this man in all this this time, and um, you have to get to a point where you uh oh my god words are escaping me you have to get to a point where you realize like he might you might not find him like he he could be dead and then he like was so mad but I think he eventually got to that point where um he felt that way and then he found something or he he got on the trail again I can't remember when he thought that Ivan was his daddy Right, right. Okay, okay, okay. That, and that was so funny when he <laughs> when he saw um, when when Ivan materialized, and then they're all up in each other's faces. It's like you're not my dad, and then yeah. I'm just looking at him like he's crazy. <laughs> Ivan came out of out of oh, like man. he's talking about some dad, and he's like. I even had this look like what? <laughs> dad, I got sure. He said, no, he brought, no, he probably didn't think I've chosen. He's probably like, dude, I tied the tubes a long time ago. There's no way I had kids. God. <laughs> well, I mean, as a knight, I believe they, I believe, I'm pretty sure they, a lot of knights, no, 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 I'm thinking of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I was going to say he was probably castrated, but. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> what? I have not watched that yet. Wow. Oh, well, I didn't know oh, that. Honey. Game of Thrones, honey. There's like a whole like group of I forget what they're called now. I haven't seen Game of Thrones forever, but like there was a whole group that were literally like the only way you could be a part of their um their group their team of warriors their group of warriors is like you have to be castrated. That's crazy. Like you can't have a wee wee. It's like oh damn, that's messed up. That's so sad. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like ooh, I don't know if I could ever. I don't. I don't think I could ever, honestly. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as a whole, Dino Charge was just. It was one of those seasons where they had like it. It had the makings of being one of the best seasons ever, and they just dropped the ball so hard. And when they dropped it, they dropped it, especially with the ending, with the. <laughs> Just oh yeah, randomly these these crystals can control time. When did you tell us this? Oh, five minutes ago. Are you serious? <laughs> like oh. Keeper had this whole thing the entire time, and you didn't tell nobody that. Oh, I yeah, mean Keeper. Keeper. Keeper's creepy ass. I was just about to definitely the Keeper of secrets. Loki, I think he needed friends, so he he created these crystals so that he would have these ranger friends so keep him like company. I don't know. He's yo creepy. the way the way that he would just pop up out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, really scared me a couple of times. Like, where the dust. hell did you come from <laughs> with those big ass eyes? <laughs> <laughs> no, the old the ET eyes. Yeah, yeah, he looked like E.T., yeah. He looked like dead-ass E.T. I swear, E.T., is this your child? Come get him. 
<laughs> no, seriously. Because, I mean, <laughs> Keeper was terrible. Oh, I couldn't take Keeper. I couldn't. I could not take Keeper at all. Like, Keeper was just creepy. Like, I'm just like, no, 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 no. Get this character away from me. But I just couldn't stand the way that they they kind of just put this together. And it was just like, yeah, let's just throw this together and just, you know, hand this off and be like, all right, yeah, these things can control time and that's it. It's like, no, like, no, that's not a good, that's not a good ending. Like, actually, it's terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, I know you two pretty much have the same, the same feelings on Dino Charge, but, um, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe because I binged it all at once, I don't see that much of a difference besides it, it did seem like certain things were wackier and super dino charged for me. But I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't hate the ending. I know I'm in the, uh, the minority for that, but you sure? I just, yeah, I just <laughs> loved, I, I loved I fell in love with the cast and they were there the whole time. So I just, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, uh, I'll do another rewatch at some point, but I, I all I have to say is, all I have to say is earth was swallowed by a black hole. That's all I have to say. Like (laughs) earth was freaking swallowed by a black hole. They killed everybody just to let you know. They got everybody killed. (laughs) Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Prefer. Just overall, like your overall feeling with including quality, including your own personal, you know, whatever mm-hmm. your own personal jush is, like all that from top to bottom. <laughs> oh God. This is um the yeah, yeah, because of the the options thing. Oh my gosh. Um, goodness gracious! I I love Dino Charges for or Dino yeah Dino Thunder. I think out of the three, it has the best as far as um just an overall from start to finish with like consistency. I think that that's probably the best um out of the three. Then um, from there, I got, I think I have to go with Mighty Morphin because of the nostalgia and we were with the Rangers for so um, so many years. Um, then Dino Charge and Dino Charge, I, um, I already had some fond feelings for, but doing the full rewatch, um, I think last year, I have a lot of respect for for it, a lot more respect for it um, and enjoyment for it. But um, my 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 ranking would be Dino Thunder, Mighty Morphin, and Dino Charge. It would be Dino Thunder, Dino Charge, and then Mighty Morphin. Ooh. I didn't Ooh. see that. You know what? I actually 
Hmm, I think I might have to go with Will on this one. Surprisingly, I have to go with Will. <laughs> um, mine would be Dino Charge. Not just give me. Oh my God, Dino Thunder, Dino Charge, and then my Morphin. That's no. What I said. No, I'm sorry. I just repeated yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dino Thunder, Mighty Morphin, and then Dino Charge. Sorry. Yes, okay. that is what I meant. Okay. Oh my God. Yes. Um, I think that's that's the one I would have to go with, only because of the fact that Dino Thunder, of course, amazing. Um, Mighty Morphin. The, old, the gag about Mighty Morphin is just that, like, and not even for nostalgia purposes, but just the fact that everything about it just... I, if, if, you're going, if you're going to include all the seasons, a lot of them had some major gems in there, especially season three, mm-hmm. with as far as storytelling. Um, they had some gems in there that was just like, okay... I can kind of rock with this. And plus, I didn't feel offended with their ending. Like, I, I didn't feel offended by any of their endings, um, even though they really didn't have endings. But <laughs> I wasn't offended. Um, I, 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 when I look at Dino Charge, and the reason why I have to go Dino Charge last is because it started out so strong. The char- and honestly, if it hadn't ended the way it did, Dino Charge would be number two for me instead of Mighty Morphin. Dino Charge would be number two. But that ending, I just couldn't forgive. I, I, I could not forgive that ending. It was just like, we literally put all this work into creating such a wonderful show. And then we dropped the ball. And granted, Dino Supercharge did have its moments. But it was still overall like, mm, it's all right. But then you got to this ending where the black hole swallows the earth and Keeper is like, well, just so you know, girl, these gems, baby, got the power to control time, honey. So I'm going to go ahead and use these gems and throw y'all back into the Stone Age. Are you serious? I said Stone Age, prehistoric age. Are you serious? No, 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 no. So I'm like, I can't. I, I have to. That Mighty Morphin had, didn't even do nothing offend, like to offend me that badly. I mean, it was just like, and Mighty Morphin had his moments. It definitely had his moments. But wow, that was just no, no bueno. So that's my that's my thing. Dino Thunder. Mighty Morphin, Dino Charge. Um, and also, you listeners, let us know what you think. Let us know. Um, which one is your order? Do you think, which ones would you, ha- would you put in order? Mighty Morphin, Dino Charge, or Dino Thunder? Or, excuse me, I just switched the two, but a whole lot of dinos up in here. And also, <laughs> just to also let you guys know, um, now we are recording the week before HasbroCon. And um, at the time of this recording, when you actually hear this, HasbroCon will be going on. So make sure that you, you know, you support, 
please, if you are, if you already have it, which I know a lot of you will, please definitely check out the interview with Black Nerd Comedy. Um, he will be doing an interview with the Beast Morphers cast, so definitely check it out. There's going to be a lot of gems and a lot of cool stuff that they're probably going to definitely talk about. So definitely look into that. And also, next week, they will probably also introduce the Dino Charge cast. So, mm-hmm. yes, honey, they are probably going to go ahead and introduce this cast, which we will, if they do, we will talk about it on the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, check it out, check it out, check it out. And once again, if you really like the content, please like and subscribe. Tell a friend, even. Tell them all about our our jokes, our antics, how much we love the cuss, because I know people love cursing. They love dark stuff. So, you know, they love dark humor. So, you know, tell them to like and follow and listen to us and subscribe. We love that. And also, too, I got homework for y'all. You, Lena, Will, I got homework. Tell at least one friend to like, subscribe, and follow our YouTube and our and or our SoundCloud. Okay. At least one. At least one friend. Because I'm gonna do it. Boyfriend. I'm gonna do it. You already subscribed. Well, I, I already well, you know what? I, oh yeah, Lena, that's right. You did. Will, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't have any more friends. <laughs> you guys are it. <laughs> and you did actually. I remember you already did do that with all with a lot of your friends. So that's true. Will, who 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 from your from your friends list? Um, like and follow our podcast. Hmm. One of my best friends actually does. She oh. um she put a, us in her story last week. I'm oh, so hello. surprised. Yes, come through. Okay, all right. Well, once again, if for for any of you, like I said before. If you're listening, please like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your peoples, hey, this is a brand new podcast. Well, we're not brand new. We've been around for two years. But, you know, like, you know, we we still here. We didn't really do much last year, but we're doing a whole lot this year. And we're going to continue doing more. And keep listening to us so you can see what else we're going to do. Because we we, we might even surprise you. You you never know what's coming down the pipeline when it comes to these interviews. So... Mm continue to listen and thank you for supporting us my name is brandon i'm lena i'm will and we will see you next time bye bye, bye.